you come on out? The sun is out, the sun is out so bright. Don't Won't dread. you come on out? It's making light, light and bright for you. Sleepyhead. Don't you see me? <laughs> How you doing today, James? I'm not trained for this. <laughs> so, uh, I, before we start, okay, I just have a quick question. Actually, before before we start, so last week we had we had a list. Or you had a list. I have a list still. It's grown. Okay, so that's what I was asking. You had a list. I had a list of things we could possibly talk about. And so my question to you is. Are we reusing last week's list <laughs> or do we have a new list that you created or did you combine the two? Well, I haven't seen your list. My list is I haven't seen yours. living documents. <laughs> so the two talk about topics that I had on the list that we covered have strikeouts, but I, I keep them there just for, you know, sentimental reasons. <laughs> and I have so much new stuff on here that can get us into so much trouble. It's oh. wonderful. <laughs> Now, last week I had a list of some things we could talk about, but today I said, you know what? I bet you James has enough list for oh, yeah. both of us. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't, I, I haven't, it's, it's an unor, it's, it's just a bulletin list. So I don't know. I've got, you know, at least a dozen things here. Right. And, and we talked about two things last week, or at least for my list. And we, you went off on something about getting struck by lightning. <laughs> well, so I was actually pretty, I was not excited, but I was like, I guess excited about you know, doing this podcast with you this morning. And so last night I, I was thinking a lot about it. And so this morning, I don't know, it was like 4.45 or 4.30ish, right around somewhere in that little slot. And zing, I'm awake. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get ready. I got my pre-morning schedule. I'll just bump it up. But since I'm up early, I'll just go ahead and do it now. I'm doing healthy. my morning schedule. You really shouldn't get up early in the morning. It's unhealthy. <laughs> and you shouldn't be thinking about this podcast too much. It's just not going to help you in any way. <laughs> so... Um, now I lost my train of thought. No, so I, I'm, I'm getting up and I'm, I'm rolling along and I'm doing my, my thing and I'm ahead of schedule just like I knew it would be. So I actually did a couple extra things I wouldn't normally do. I got, I got some time before I go over, come over to, over here to record. And I get this call from my wife and this is why it was early, but yet late to arrive. I get this call from my wife and she's all, um, um, and I'm like, something's not right. So I was just in a car accident this morning and I'm like, oh my God. And my first thought is, you know, are you okay? But I don't say anything because I don't want to interrupt her, even though I'm the king of interrupting people. I don't think that's true. In this circumstance, I didn't want to interrupt her. And all she could talk about. Did you not see the first debate? I mean, you want to talk about the king king of interrupters. <laughs> well, maybe I took some lessons from uh, going the opposite direction on that. I don't know. Yes, you. I mean, you do interrupt, but you're kind about it. You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're not a jerk about it. <laughs> so I'm listening to her tell about what happened, but her only concern is the the bumper and the damage on it. She's not even thinking about is she okay, you know, and. <clears throat> she's, what she do hit a squirrel? Well, so this is what she told me. So she she was at a stoplight and she hears this squeal. So I guess she looks in her view and two cars back, some guy slams on his brake and she's all, oh good, it's not going to hit me. Oh, yeah. 
but it did the bump yeah, yeah. and then pushed her to the bump. So she didn't get like major impact, but it did hit her. So she gets out of the car and I guess the paint job's messed up on that bumper. Now, I don't know if I told you, we finally... You did get it? I was about to ask. Because wait a second. Was she driving a different car than you? Right. Okay. So, so you, you, you've solved your car problem. So this was her issue. Uh, so just so that people know what happened. Uh, I've had two cars, <laughs> engines blow up in the last six months. And so, plus my son is starting to drive and he needs a car soon. Anyways, so we finally, we finally settled on a car and it's kind of an older car, but not too old. We got, we got a Cadillac. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. that, and it's not like a big show off car. It's probably the lowest. Well, how old is it? Six years old. It's newer than mine. Well, anyways, it's it's not it's not like a bragging car. Like, hey, look at me. It's just a a nice low end Cadillac. So yeah, low end, low end, high end. <laughs> well, low end luxury. I'm not driving it. She's driving. I, I like her to have a nice car. Anyway, so she's concerned about the bumper. I'm concerned about her, but I don't want to interrupt her, right? So she's like, oh, the pain and, and going through all that. And so now I'm not wrapped up in her anymore. I'm thinking about the bumper too. The problem when you get a new car is, uh, at least where we bought it, you got, we didn't buy it new, we bought it from somebody basically off right. the street and so we have to wait for. Oh, the, the title and stuff? The title and stuff. So it was not insured yet because we're in that oh. little window where you don't have to get insurance yet. And she asked me Monday, which was two days ago, you know, hey, we need to put the insurance on there. And I'm like, yeah, we have to. Like, we're almost to the last day. And so now she's concerned about the insurance, and now I'm concerned about the insurance. But it's just the bumper. It's just the bumper, right. But the, but the point was is that... If you hadn't had a fancy Cadillac, you wouldn't care about the bumper. Well, the thing is, if we didn't have a fancy Cadillac, I'm thinking there probably wouldn't have been even a scratch or paint on the bumper because it was probably hit that soft, I'm guessing. I don't know. No, I haven't I even seen it yet. Difference. I mean, of course, in the old days... You... Yeah, yeah, it's still... <laughs> cars I used to buy, they don't. They don't make them like this unless uh, they do it on trucks. Uh, in, in the old days, you could buy. You know, when we had plastic bumpers after we left behind the old days of having these stupid steel bumpers. But the original, the early plastic bumpers, the low end ones, wouldn't be painted. So you'd have you know a red car with black bumpers. Right. And it wouldn't matter how much they got damaged. So I always actually preferred those because even though they didn't look as good, it didn't matter. They were bumpers. They were there to absorb damage, and like it didn't matter. And if you had to replace it, it would be really easy to replace. You didn't have to paint it. Well, it's so funny you say about bumpers. So that has always drove me crazy. I go to these, I'm talking about trucks now and vans. Mm -hmm. Now vans, they still make vans. At least the back part seems to be a steel bumper because a lot of them still have a hitch on the back. Yeah, but the hitch isn't usually connected to the bumper anymore. That's usually their frame, isn't it? Oh my God, you should see my, I have, okay. My eight-year-old car is a Toyota Prius C, which me, most people probably don't know about and they don't need to know about it. But, it, you know, you've got the regular Prius. Okay. And then there's the Prius V, which is bigger. It's like it's like a station wagon. My wife has the V. She has a big one. Uh, and then mine is smaller than the regular Prius. So it's like a tiny little – it's like a – Prius is a small car. Mine is a smaller Prius. Okay. So um, what was I saying? I don't know, but it's sounding very small. I'm glad we're not talking about, we're talking about cars. Well, the funny thing is, on one of the campouts, uh, I had trouble getting out of one of the areas we were in. You know, so was, people was, don't know, but you and I, we go camping once in a while. It, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, a road 
but it was not an easy road to access and I couldn't get out of where we had parked because we, we had to climb over a hill and there were some pretty big divots in the road and you know I, I couldn't get the traction I needed and I, I took two or three uh, runs at it backing up between each one and trying to get up over the, this this in hill and then finally I looked and like you know my car is so small I don't I can just drive around like up on the side of the road so the advantage yet yes my car is bad off-road but I can just drive around mostly how I, I don't know if you know this guy how heavy is your car oh, I mean so, is it a heavy car no of course not so Korea so you know they don't want it to be heavy because the more mass the, the more so my question is would it have been easier to get like six guys and just I lift it that, over would been, that would have been the next thing but you know we were that was we were out with uh Tyler Tyler uh Tyler we'll just leave it at Tyler and you know Tyler when he he has a big beautiful truck and he drives like a maniac he, he, no I'm gonna not say man he is very good at driving and he drives so he was out he was out like a shot he was in front of me and he was out like a shot so you know I wouldn't I wasn't getting any help because he was already gone he was halfway home all right, I take back the maniac thing, but he he drives really fast. He drives. So him and I have something in common in that we have a destination. We kind of know where it is, and we drive right past it. <laughs> I drive right past it because I'm I'm daydreaming. I'm like, oh my god, like I'll be or whatever, you know. I boop past it, but he he flies past it, sees the blur of where he was supposed to turn, and U turns, and uh, and still beats us all. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I, I originally brought up this the lightness of my. Oh, sorry, sorry, because sorry. I yeah. do, in fact, have a hitch mounted to it. Uh, a one, I think it's one and a quarter. Did you install it? Yes, it's not a. It's, it's not for a bikes. Yes, but even so, it's. But no, but the process of putting it on. So you, there's no welding. There's just just bolting on. You're basically removing some plastic fascia and and bolting through. And my God, the steel that it's bolted to is so thin. It's kind of unbelievable that you make a car out of this. It's I don't think it is steel. I think it's probably. Oh no, it's steel. So it's you sure it's not aluminum? It's galvanized steel. I can tell. I, okay. I, okay. I'm, All right. I design products for many years. I know materials. <laughs> I know what I'm looking at. Uh, so the funny thing is, yes, I have it for a, a, a receiver hitch bike rack, which is one of those nice bike racks that doesn't touch the car. It just inserts into the hitch and then comes out on a nice big L frame, and the bikes hang off of that. Doesn't scratch your car at all. It's wonderful, except that that connection is so weak that I do in fact have to run a, um, a nylon strap from the top of the bike, the bike rack to the, the, the back hatch of the car. Otherwise the bike rack will, will bend under its own weight. So there's obviously a male and female part to all this, uh, are you right? About so the bike rack is the male part. Yes. And the receiver is the female yes. part. Okay. So I wonder if the bike rack is actually a harder metal than the cars. Oh, God, metal. Yes. And okay. so if you were to get hit, you'd get it right up the, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Um, no. The, the, so, so it's bolted. It's got like four bolts underneath. Okay. Underneath the car. Uh, and so it would just, it would, it would cause damage to the Prius, which I think most, most mechanics would not have seen because, you know, you, instead of hitting the bumper, it's going to transmit directly below the car into this paper that is used to, on the, <laughs> to, to, to construct the underside of the Prius. And it'll, 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 it'll just, uh, crinkle up. <laughs> All right. So this is totally off There's what no we're talking about, but in college, <laughs> um, what are the, it was this little teenie car. Is it called a Yugo? Yugo? Yeah, or the Yugo. A Yugo, it was. 
So this guy named Augie was uh, uh, in our group. So I was in a fraternity. I don't know if you knew that. So we were, I was in a fraternity and they were not, it's not all that. It was a really nice fraternity. Everybody was really, the guys were cool and they were polite and it wasn't like all you hear about it. Well, the school I went to didn't have it. It was a little bit like Animal House, but it wasn't, it, we weren't like, like the, like the other stuff that you hear about. Like hazing. Was, You're saying it was the hazing, wasn't it? Not really. And there weren't a bunch of jerks going around raping women. Exactly. We, in fact, that was one of the big that things. Just come out. Yeah, it's okay. And that's where I was going. So, um, part of the, uh, I'll just, so the part of the, our whole fraternity was really this whole shivery thing, but we weren't necessarily nicest to each other. We liked doing pranks well, to yeah, each yeah, other. That's, that's what okay. Are. So, you know, the typical someone gets drunk and you write on their face, all that stuff. But, uh, what we did was, is we, to kind of discourage too much drinking to the point where you completely pass out, uh, we, you were a target for pranks. So people oh, would purposely not drink too much because <laughs> they didn't want it to be targeted. Right. And it really worked out good for everybody, but there was always one or two guys that just, they wouldn't stop drinking. So there's this one guy and his name was Augie and he, he drank like two or three weekends, just way too much in a row. I think it was. And he passed out on the couch of the house we were all at. And, um, it was his, his actually apartment. Cause it, it wasn't like a maternity house. It was actually his apartment. And it was like this student housing. And anyways, my point is, is that he passed on the couch and we couldn't figure out what to do with this guy because he's actually a really nice guy. So we didn't want to like draw on his face or he drove this Yugo. Oh, wow. He and he was an old one. He got it to run. Yeah. This it was, very and it was kind of a, a joke that he got this old, where are those made? Like, Yugoslavia. Yeah. But they were, and for people who don't know, Yugo, the Yugos were dirt cheap and they were awful cars. Well, his was like before the, you know, the, the wall fell. So it was like Easter. Like it wasn't like, anyways, that car was so light. It only took four of us to pick up the whole car. So he had a back patio with a sliding glass. So he had to do what? A back patio with a oh, okay. area yeah. where you, the, the glass slid. So it, oh. it wasn't too many bolts to take that glass off and screw. Oh. So we, we took the window, we took the patio apart. You really are anal house. <laughs> we brought the car right next to his couch and we put the glass patio back up and we, we left, <laughs> we left his car in his apartment. And now as terrible as that sounds, I, one of my regrets a, of college was, was that I didn't get to see him wake uh, yeah. up and see the car. This this was a ground floor apartment. I think. Yeah, okay. yeah, we didn't bring it upstairs. Yeah, we didn't want to fall through. Well, I was gonna say. Though honestly, if he was on the second floor, I don't know if we would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it it reminds me of when I had a gallery in Houston. I actually um, had one of the worst artists I ever wound up working with just a bad person uh but he had a relationship with a mini dealer and, and at one point we had a mini in the gallery is this before the new minis brought the cool no this no this was the new bmw oh mini. okay yeah uh so it was, i don't have a funny story about that it's just it was, it was kind of <laughs> cool to have that because the gallery uh my original idea was it would be art design and craft it was you know it'd be fine art fine craft and great design so did you change it to art craft and car no well no the the, the car was a representation of design Oh, okay. 
it was it was great though that you know the local man dealer would would lend it out and um the the artist who actually set the whole thing up was supposed to be there for delivery so that he could a deal with the delivery because i said yeah you can do that as long as you take care of everything and b you sign the uh uh, what's it called the, the the release so that you're on the hook for this he didn't show up so i had to sign it and of course he showed up as soon as it was all done <laughs> and, and I'm, just artists aren't all bad people in fact i think gallery owners are probably worse than artists but you know you hear a lot about artists being flaky and whatnot that's a, uh, it's true that there's a higher percentage of flakiness in art in the art world but uh, it's not as high as mine. You know, I think that flakiness is a misinterpretation of, of their attitude. What it is, is there's a lot of things that people take for granted, like timelines and clocks and stuff. I don't, I think with that particular group of people, time has a different meaning to them. I, 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 I hope this isn't disparaging that. to Polynesians, but I, I used to work and live in an area with lots of Polynesian peoples. And um, the nice thing was um, time was like not like when they said six o'clock or show up at four o'clock, they didn't necessarily mean exactly six or four o'clock. You know, I mean, you, you, maybe there's a genetic component to it, but it's also very cultural, different cultures. Yeah, yeah. I think um, yeah. if I remember correctly, we had a dinner party years ago and we were in a new area and my wife had met um, two couples and they're both from South America and we said I think it was dinner so we said show up around five because we had planned on having cocktails before and then after you know have a little hors d'oeuvre or something and then dinner after they showed up uh, about an hour and a half later and no apologies just just showed up like and then I, and if, you know of course their hors d'oeuvres are cooked and cold now and and I'd already had a couple of drinks so um but then later on I found out that uh that's kind of the norm. So you say five o'clock, but you really mean you'll be ready at five o'clock, but you can come anytime after. And I might have that wrong. I don't know. Yeah. That's all, like I said, it's it, different cultures, different. I remember when I was working uh, in design and I was work, doing a lot of work with the Chinese. I don't know if this is still the case. This is in the late nineties. I, I eventually learned you had to be very careful what you said to, to my, uh, so I was designing parts for office furniture. And then I would send the parts over to China. They would, they would manufacture them. And the first couple that I sent them were completely detailed. And the engineering was all done on it. And, you know, a plastic part, if it needs, if it, it have, if it has to be stru- structural, it has to be strong. Uh, you put what called ribs on the inside. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Little little ribs right. to increase the strength of it. And I spent a lot of time optimizing those to make sure that it would it would hold up. And I, I would send the I'd send the design over to them, and then they would send a prototype back. You know crazily in like three weeks because they were very fast at these things um and the and the outside all the design elements were correct but the ribs would all be completely redone i was like why did i spend all this time and what's going on in this um this is not really actually germane to what i was talking about but <laughs> <laughs> well my point being i would ask that well i gave so i guess it's kind of leads up into it. i gave up on doing the details on the inside i said okay this is the outside well, I know when you, I would just throw a couple of ribs in there randomly. And so just <laughs> I'm trying indicate, not to laugh, James. Just to indicate, you keep saying the word ribbed. Yeah, ribs and rib. <laughs> you like you, is, when you're using, you know, Christopher. I don't know what's going on today. I'm just saying this is these are technical terms. <laughs> the engineers and designers understand. And it's not all in the gutter. <laughs> I can't help it. 
well, if you were more than three years old, you might, <laughs> anyway, um, no, the, okay. So the, the point that I'm trying to get to is that, uh, when I was talking to the Chinese engineers, uh, knowing that they would be working on the, the design and optimizing it in ways that better than I could, um, cause they were engineers and I was just the designer. Uh, I'd have to be careful about what I, you know, if, if I wanted a feature or, or something or a wall thickness, I couldn't ask them directly if they could do something because they would always say yes. They never said no. Uh, and culturally, and again, I don't know if this is applies to all Chinese and, and if it's current or not, but in to the, the people I was working with, they would just never say no. So I had to be careful about how I worded things like, well, do we need two ribs or three ribs or more ribs? Oh, right. Rather you couldn't than, give them a yes or no. Exactly. Oh, interesting. So it's, you know, it's cultural and maybe that, that's genetic, but it's cultural, like being on time. <laughs> Speaking of time. What? <laughs> I, I never finished the story of what happened with the wife. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. So, Are you still on the phone with her? She told us <laughs> about that? So a little time went by, and I'm sitting there thinking, all right, should I call the insurance company, whatnot? I, I, I think she's okay. She didn't seem to say there's any problem. So then she calls me back, and she goes, I don't feel so good. Oh. I'm like, oh. And she goes, I think it's the adrenaline. I think oh. the whole, everybody was very polite there, but as I'm I'm, I'm supposed to have this big project at work today that's supposed to be done for tonight. I got a car accident going on and I go, and I'm, I'm about ready to say, well, just take an aspirin or whatever. I don't know, do people take aspirin anymore? I think so. Okay, okay. Why are you asking me? I don't, I don't take any of that junk. Right, so, but I, you know, I'm trying to be cool and just let her talk and then I go, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta get going myself now. She hangs up, she says, I'll be fine. And then now I'm driving here and I'm like, you know, I really am concerned now. Should I just go over and see her and make sure physically and look at her, make sure. That seems like a good idea. A senior wife and she's she's something you wanna keep in good shape. (laughs) And then I call her and and she's so wrapped in her work. She's like, no, I don't have time now. I'm busy, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Years ago, I was actually in a pretty bad car accident. Mm. Not damaging. Yeah, it was pretty damaging. I thought I died. I oh, literally what? thought wow. I died. I went through the window shield of VW Jesus. Bug, landed on the hood, got up. I looked down. There's just blood oh, everywhere. I think you might have mentioned this before, but somehow I, I don't. I don't. I, I guess it wasn't important enough to remember. That <laughs> Glass is shoved up my nose, yes. and so my face. And because I went through the windshield and slammed on the hood, I couldn't feel my chest and all I saw was blood. So I just assumed my guts were coming out. I looked and I said, okay, this is it, I'm gonna die. And I went, you know the little handicap ramp on the corner? Yep. They have, you know, I go and I go, I'm just gonna lay down there. And I lay down, this is the weirdest thing. And I, I, I can't explain, I'm just gonna tell you what I experienced. I felt like my whole body was like, went limp. Like my neck was like a giraffe and I was looking down on my own body, but not really seeing uh, my face, only from the neck down. But I can see, uh, I felt like I was really high in the sky now, like, I don't know, 12 feet high, looking down on this little body on a curb, on a street with lampposts. I mean, really like not in my body. Yes, there's a word for that. What is it? Out of body experience. Yeah, of course, right. So then I look down and my whole body just starts convulsing and just, sh- I'm freaking out like a, like a seizure. Convulsing. Yeah. 
And um, the next thing I know, I'm in my body again. And I look across the street and I'm sure, I, I have no idea what this is, but I'm just telling you what I experienced. I look across the street and there is a woman who is in a doorway of the house um, and she's glowing and she looks like, like an angel you would see like at Christmas time, like at the top of a tree. And she's just staring at me. And I look down at myself and I, I'm just laying there and I look back and she's gone. And I get up and now there's people. Oh, by the way, it's three o'clock in the morning. So now there's people all over the place. And um, I, there's a couple and, and they say to me, are you, are you okay? Why would people ask that? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody would actually come to me. I was just standing now. You know, I don't, I, they might've been freaked out about what they well, saw. That's understandable, but you know, there is a, a you should try to re respond to a, a human in distress I with know. some more compassion than that, which is not, I mean, that's what I see that all the time. I don't see that all the time, but I have seen that, you know, people just blithely go on their business. I, and I don't understand that. Cause, uh, I often, I I've seen, I've seen accidents before mm -hmm. and I'm like the first guy to get out of the car and run over there. And I'm, I'm usually trying to do the best I can to help them. And I could talk about a couple of stories with that. And then when I go home, I, it occurs to me, I was the only guy out there, only one other cu cu couple or person was out there with me. And I mean, cars are just driving by and watching. Yeah. Um, did you not go to the hospital? Oh, well that's okay. So that's the whole it, point no, of the just, story. Oh After I got the blood, uh, the glass out of my nose and I cleaned up, um, I felt fine. I felt totally fine. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. My body feels, and the doc says, cause I've obviously went to the hospital. He says, uh, you know, I don't see any damage you want x-rays and i'm like i feel like i'm my whole body's bruised mm -hmm. well, but i don't sense. feel bad anyways i went home <laughs> and i took a nap you know I, I just crashed down the couch and then i woke up and then that's when the pain came <laughs> yeah i think you may have came. had a little bit of adrenaline in there i guess that's what you're referring to back to your wife's story now. right so i'm thinking tonight when she gets home unless she wasn't hurt though Hers was just a little bump, but as so she said. Mm. So you never just know. But I just remember thinking, yeah, it's not till the next day. You really know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna assume, let's just let's just for the sake of argument, assume that that was an angel. And it seems to me that the placement and disposition of that angel seems like she was communicating to you, no, you're not allowed in. <laughs> Maybe right. try again in 20 years, <laughs> but uh-uh. Well, this is not a good sign. Well, interesting. What, 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 how were you living? Okay, at that particular time? Were you a bad person? I would not say I was a bad person. In you the fact would say that, that. Would other people say that? No, they would not okay. say that. So, for example, is things I've done my whole life. It's like we said, I help other people. I do. I volunteer all the time. I mean, even back then. You do interrupt people, though, and that is a very bad sign. <laughs> So I don't know something and my parents weren't big volunteer people and um, I have two sisters and one that is quite a bit younger and she does a lot of volunteering too. And so I don't know where it came from the two of us, but I, I'm not saying I'm the best person in the world, but I always feel like the best way to make the world just a little bit better is just help a few people. That, yeah, that is a <laughs> remarkably obvious thing that people seem to miss out a lot. It, um, and it's and it's almost selfish that, because the, I feel good after. There's an older actress who, uh, Shirley MacLaine, yeah, the, she's a little bit, you know, 
out there. Uh, I think she's more into the mystical world than most people are. Oh, okay. But she said something uh, that, that is true on some level. It's like you make the reality that you live in. If you live in a reality where people don't help other people and everybody's miserable, that's the reality you're going to enact. That's the reality you're going to live in. If you live in a reality where you help people, then you live in a reality where other people do, in fact, help other people. Well, well we can go off. Anyway, so back in that day, I, I don't necessarily say I was the best person as far as the way I was living and the things that I was doing. But on the other hand, I was volunteering with communities and in fact, that was the only thing I was doing. <laughs> but uh, well, again, it's more than, mo- you know, uh, oh, boy, a few years ago when my son was quite a bit younger, uh, he wanted to play soccer for some inexplicable reason. Um, I guess it's the thing to do these days. And so there's a community soccer league that started up. Um, and the problem was that they didn't have a coach. They had a coach that was going to come into the city, but, uh, you know, the scheduling problems we wound up with no coach. And so we were there was a meeting with all the parents and the kids and everything. And they were saying, uh, everything's ready to go forward, but you guys need a coach. And if you can't have a coach, you can't have a team. I've been in that situation with baseball. Okay. So I'm looking around. I, I, I don't like soccer. I might go so far as to say I dislike soccer. <laughs> I played it once when I was in maybe third grade. Don't remember anything positive about it, but all these other parents had already been talking about how they love soccer and how they played it. And how Do you they, think it's you know, a fad? We can get to that in a minute. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> it's a good question though. I, no, I don't think it is a fad, but um, turns out nobody stands up to take on the the role of coach. So I do it. The person who's least qualified to do it. And it's just, you know, he's, he's, he, because it's the last resort. And it kind of sucks that I had to do that. Why I, do you think, I, 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 no, do I you think it's possible that people it. were just, they, they were, okay, so I've, I had a similar story from somebody else and they were saying how that none of the parents help out. And my response to that was, and is to you as well, well, maybe they're all already volunteering something else and they just don't have the time. Or do you think they really just, I think they didn't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I think they're, yeah, they just didn't want to do it. They didn't want to take on the responsibility. I mean, none of these people are like CEOs of companies or anything. It's not like their, their lives are so full that they can't take a few minutes. Um, well, here, and you, you know, just we, want... we had we had a com- absolutely horrible season from a winning. <laughs> I I, don't, I am so embarrassed. I don't even want to say what the score was. But that's it. I have the exact same story with baseball. <laughs> the exact same story with baseball. I mean, it's there's no difference. Um, but but you know, I I was and you know, I got really wound up about it for a while uh, until I relaxed about. It. I, I eventually relaxed about it, and I just wanted to make sure the kids were having fun. Yeah, because, you have to because I mean, you're not I winning. I want it. exactly. It's like, well, hey, know, let's have fun. It's the first clue that you're a loser. And, you know, I'm gonna say I was working with a bunch of kids who weren't motivated. I mean, they 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 enjoyed what they were doing, but they were not. You know, well, just the fact that your parents didn't volunteer didn't meant that there was no kid on there whose dad or mom was like, soccer, go soccer, you know, yeah, they would have volunteered yeah. in a heartbeat. You got probably what I got, which was all the kids that uh, are leftovers from the other good teams. That literally happened to me. They go, oh, you're the new team. I mean, what's the new team? You got all the leftovers. No, it wasn't quite that bad, but it was, uh, it was from a neighborhood that was, you know, not the most um, aggressive. Uh, so here's here's a little thing about volunteering. So, and this is from a selfish point of view. You're asked to volunteer or you see a need to volunteer. And my thinking is, I'm gonna be sitting there watching the practice anyways. I gotta drive them there. What am I gonna do? 
leave for 25 minutes and just drive right back. You're there anyways. Why not do something to help out? You're already there. Yeah. I feel like that I don't get that. And, and the other things I help out with the kids where I volunteer to help out. Okay. Now we're going with the kid thing. When anything with kids is involved and they're looking volunteers, I wait like you do. I wait. Let's see if anybody else wants to do it. And if anybody says, if there's nobody, I'll volunteer. And my thinking yeah. always is I got to be here anyways. I don't have to be there. I want to be there anyways. So I might as well be on the field with them, doing the best I can to help out, either as an assistant or in charge, either way. I don't you want care. to make sure they lose. I mean, I mean, win, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be happening with the, the whole accident thing, but I, next time we talk, I'm definitely going to fill you in with the final results. So, you know, I'm and the price that uh, I'm going to have to pay to repair the bumper. Uh, did you see, did you, did you look at the bumper? I haven't yet. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't. Actually. No, I didn't no, pass. You, 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 sometimes you But cash to, the part. Did you cash the part or there's, there's no insurance yet. So you yeah. Insurance okay. Yet. okay. I don't leave a lot without insurance because my wife had a friend in, when we were living in Minnesota who did that. She left a lot without insurance with a brand new car and got in a wreck and was totaled. Well, if I know if you buy a new car off a new lot, you can't leave she without insurance. She was not covered. And it, this was. Yeah. 23, probably, 24 years ago? I, I knew I should have got insurance. We weren't really driving the car. It was just kind of sitting there. And it's Minnesota. It's a different country. It actually, actually, I shouldn't say that about Minnesota. That's where uh, my, my wife, when we were living in Texas, she got that line one time. Um, we were kind of, well, we're, I'll just say it. We were at A&M University, and, and she was, we were going back to New York for uh, to visit my parents and, and her parents at the time. And she said uh, she let the one of the secretaries know that she uh, for the school that she was in that she, she would be gone um, and to hold her messages. Uh, you know, she, she wouldn't be reachable back in those days. You know? uh, and so the woman said, OK, well, I'll hold them until you're back in the country. It's like, no, we're going to New York. Like, yeah. <laughs> back into the country. Yeah. This is Minnesota. You no, said? This was Texas. Oh, Texas. That's why I said I shouldn't say it. Uh, OK. Now, I, mean, I shouldn't send it about Minnesota. It's was, it was actually happened in Texas. Now, I don't know. Once upon a time, Texas folks usually consider themselves like a country within a country. First of all, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. bragged they were the biggest, at least in that continent, right? And well, they, they love talking about how, oh, well, we, we can leave the Union anytime we want. It's in our Constitution. It's like, no, <laughs> you can't. And I've asked several of them to show me where in the Constitution they, they have that right. Are we talking about their Constitution? Uh, no, I, th I think there was some, you know, when they entered the... Oh, they made a special agreement? I mean, the whole Texas thing is basically, it's kind of funny because right, it's a bunch of Americans who went down into Mexico, started building, you know, an economy and whatnot, got frustrated with the Mexicans, had a war with Mexicans, and then joined the United States. So it's kind of like we went in there and stole Mexico. Well, not, not so have you ever it, been just, far just south? A, big chunk a, a lot of, I've, so I used to work with this guy, uh, Felipe, and Felipe uh, grew up, a really interesting guy, which I will talk about another day, but he used to talk about how his family considered themselves uh, both Mexican, but mostly Texans. Mm -hmm. Uh, because they went back to that particular area with that particular ranch from the Spaniards. And, and there's a place here in Arizona too, where there's like thousands and thousands of acres and the family that was there, they have a piece of paper where the king of Spain or the queen of Spain or both said, yeah, this is yours. <laughs> Take it. 
you're in charge. And if you make any money, send some back. And so I always thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of messed up. I did have I did have a, a, a just a follow up on a car accident. Oh, oh, I had a lot of car accidents when I was in Houston because I was driving a small black Honda Civic at the time, which was not my choice. My wife stole my car as usual. She did that a lot, um, but no one ever saw me, so they just kept smashing into me. <laughs> but I, I were you driving into their blind spot, James? Well, <laughs> or was your car so small that if you were in their blind spot, you were literally couldn't okay. be seen? One time I was, you know, this guy was crossing in front of me. He's making, he's trying to make a left turn uh, across the traffic and he stops. He's, he's making his turn. He's crossing in front of me and then he stops in front of me rather than completing his turn. And I ask him, why did you stop? He says, well, I could see that I was going to be an accident. So I figured I'd stop. If you had accelerated, <laughs> I might not have had, because I had nowhere to go. I had a car to the right of me and I had uh, a median to the left. So no, it's not always about me. But the point being, you know, I'm also kind of subtle. So one of the other accidents I had, again, this is light turn green. There were two cars ahead of me. The, the two cars go. I'm following them at a very sedate pace. And then at a 90 degree angle for me, a, a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee comes flying through the, their red light and smashes right into me, T-bones me. So that's like they were so late through the light that they missed the first two cars. <laughs> Okay, that's so, a good story I want to talk, talk about later. But I, my point, the story I was trying to get to is I'm kind of subtle. And so that first accident I described with the old man, I T-boned him and, you know, the airbag, air, airbag deployed. So when I called my wife, I said, hey, Jennifer, did you know that the uh, airbags in the, in the Honda are pink? <laughs> and she says, oh, no, I didn't know that. And she just keeps talking. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, I thought that was Every subtle, movie, they're white. Every but, movie. I thought that was subtle, but I didn't think it was that subtle, but she would miss the point that why would I know what color they are? <laughs> and so later in the conversation, I come back to it. Jennifer, do you want curious as to how I know that they're pink? <laughs> was, oh, uh, how did you know that? Because I saw it today as it approached my face. Because <laughs> I was in an accident. I'm tr- I know that's not funny, but it's no, kind it of funny. it was funny. I thought it was hysterical. Did it feel like there was a big pink butt in your face? <laughs> It was a big pink uh, powdery butt because it came out with a bunch of powder. Uh, oh, is that what happens when they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. Well, is the powder pink? Uh, no, the powder is white. <laughs> it would be funny. <laughs> I'm trying to picture your face. Oh, thank you. Completely covered with white powder. You get and out in, a, in an African American neighborhood. <laughs> white face. Is white face? Is that is that racist? I can just see you walking. How you just got out of an accident? You take a beat down. What is wrong with you? <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> oh, it would be yes. It would be. Is you laughing hysterically at me being beat the crap, no, having the the shit the misunderstanding at all? Oh, right, right. <laughs> the fact that I'm being beaten to death is just is no consequence. Wow. Sorry, James. You know what? I'll tell you what. For your birthday, for your next birthday, I'll arrange for a bunch of people to follow me to your party and beat the crowd. Just to make it go, have an extra special day. Oh, no. Just just, just to be clear. They should make that powder pink just in case, though. Just, well, I don't know if they're all pink. There's just the, 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 in the Honda that's at that time. 
they were paying. Oh, they, God, they sorry. And that left my car four inches shorter than it was before. <laughs> That's what the mechanic said. Uh, I see. Well, I had, at this point, I had an ongoing relationship with because I kept getting smashed into. <laughs> well, the next time you're covered with white powder, you should keep an extra red nose in the glove compartment. <laughs> Sorry. Were you drinking before? I think it's the coffee. By the way, the coffee, the coffee. is very good. How is the coffee making you delirious? I don't know. It just got me going. Is the half and half you put There was in? something I was going to say, but I can't even think of it now. Oh, driving. That might be a good thing. No, no, no. Listen. This week, besides my wife being in an accident, uh, Todd Talbot, our real estate friend, um, Another, is, this, is he sponsoring the show? No, but <laughs> for all your real estate needs, Todd Talbot. Well, he is a good real estate guy. <laughs> Anyways, we'll retroactively bill him too. <laughs> um, he was in a pretty bad accident. Somebody t-boned him, completely demolished his car. He was giving me the white bag story. I thought it was white, so when you said pink, that would like I said, different cars. Different yeah. Cars. So, um, and then I heard about one of my son's friends got in a small accident. And then I was driving with my son the other day and he had commented how crazy people are driving. And my wife had just said it a couple of days early. I'm wondering if it's like in Arizona, whenever it rains, we don't get rain very often. So people aren't the best drivers in Arizona mm-hmm. when it rains. I haven't seen that, but I can, I can understand it. I'm wondering, people haven't been driving for a while and they're like, they forgot how to drive. Uh, Common courtesies, well, you know, first of all, cutting two and three lanes across. As a cyclist, I've been monitoring the levels of traffic we've yep. had here. And in the early days, like back in April, March, April, uh, you know, the, the streets were pretty quiet. But they, they picked up pretty quickly. By July, it's not full back on. You know, there's not full traffic again. But it's it was pretty full again. Yeah, that's how I felt. And no, like, and I don't know. Maybe it's people got used to driving without anybody around. Well, no, 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 no. Statistically, they showed that during COVID, the, even in the early stages, when there were fewer cars on the road, there were more accidents. Really? Yes. So COVID has made people crazy and crashing into each other. Yeah, I guess it was in a rush to get toilet paper. Do you remember that? Wait, it could be the masks. I see people wearing masks. In the cars? Yeah, while they're crazy. driving in their own car. I'm just like, by themselves. I'm like, is your car contaminated? I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. P- plus, let's just face it. If this you're is- anywhere in the West and the South, your car, if it sits out in the sun, is heating to some crazy hot temperatures. I, that, I wonder if that'd be enough to kill the virus. Though. Oh, I don't know. I, I just guessed it would. You're hoping me. Um, my coffee is done, James. I'm ready for some more. Oh. Should we conclude this uh, podcast? Yeah, so I, have, can... I haven't even gotten to the first thing on the list. Oh, I'm sorry. Which was name the damn show. I can't put a website up for the show until we have a name. Okay, so. We'll, you know, we'll do that in private. Sorry, listeners, you're not important enough to <laughs> share in that important decision. You're, yeah, you you can... have a, a niece or nephew? Yes, both. I only have. Oh, no, no, no. I have a niece. She's new, so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm used to having all nephews. Mm-hmm. So I am also an uncle. So I'm we just We can saying. do something with uncles. Okay. But, okay. I'm just, I, I, we should wrap it up, but I'll just go quickly through the names so that the listeners know what we're considering. Okay. How bad my ideas can be. First of all, I was thinking the other day is uh, to make this an even worse name, we should think of ourselves as like a band because then we would come up with really dumb names. Uh, but here, here, Shallow Thoughts, which sounds too much like an SNL bit. 
sunburnt thoughts, which I was trying to, you know, get play into the idea that we're in, yeah, space. in the Valley of the Sun. Right. Uh, but it sounds too much like that Bill Bryson book in a sunburnt country. Or something. Oh, right, right. It's a great book. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Casual Thoughts, which also sounds too much like us now. Exceptionally Good Thinking, which obviously is very ironic. If you've gotten to this podcast, you know <laughs> just how ironic that is. Your Two Uncles, That Crazy Uncle, That Weird Uncle, Stories from Somewhere, Desert, well, cover your kids' ears for this one. Desert Dipshits, <laughs> which I don't think we're redneck enough for, but disappointed by that. Heat Stroke. Oh, wait. I like Heat Stroke. Hang on a second. This is the best one. Are you ready for the best podcast name ever? Yeah, yeah. I think you'll really like this one. James Fryer Podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not bad. Two more. Okay. Oops. And quirks and uh, perks and quirks. Oh. Sounds a little game showish. Yeah. But I like both of those words. All right. So can we can we we'll can we consummate a, a, an actual name? We, we will continue this off here. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody, have a good rest of the day. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. morning, All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be Duck Duck Brown. Oh, it's made from Duck Brown. Make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee. Coffee.